This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDare.com. Today is October 7th, 2019. And after every Falcon game, win, lose, or draw, you know we're going to have rapper reaction. Got a full crew on. Got Double R, Calhoun, Lenny Self. What's up, fellas? What's up? What's going on? What's happening? Chilling. So the season, the wheels done completely fell off this season. Double R, I'm going to start with you and we're going to get more in depth to it. Me and you had the Falcons. I had them going to the Super Bowl. You had them going to the playoffs. I think we're going to do a halfway point. Repicking the Falcons' record because it's so bad. But what are your thoughts on so far? Man, it's awful. I think I had them going at what eleven and three or something. Boy, I was totally wrong. I had them going thirteen and three. I think you had them going twelve and four, eleven and five. I forget the exact record. Go back and check that podcast. Digital Darren and Double R predict the Falcons' record. I think it's podcast two fifty six or two fifty two. I forget the exact number, but. All that to say, we were way off on the Falcons. They look like shit. Dan Quinn, we'll get to it. They look like shit. So, they lost to the Texans, and I would call it a shootout. Would you call it a shootout, Lenners? Uh, no, I'm not going to call it a shootout unless you call it. I mean, you show up to the, to the shootout late. The shootout already over. I mean, I ain't going to call it a shootout. You know what I'm saying? You might come in, get a couple shots off after the people don't came and spray your block up, so. No, I'm not gonna call it a shootout. Calhoun, would you call it a shootout? Hey, no, it's no bounds. Yeah, it was a goddamn shootout. <laughs> that shit just got away from. Him. If you score, they score fifty points, and you score thirty points. That's a damn shootout. He was just asking for a shootout. He got him a shootout. Now he want to hit on the shootout. Shit, they just didn't have enough bullets. That's what it looked like. They, little shit, they ran out of bullets. They kept you. <laughs> <laughs> Double R, was it a shootout to you? Nah, I think now team played no defense. Finally, Texas started playing defense in the what third quarter. Falcon just couldn't keep up. Who do you blame for this loss, Double R? I blame Dan Quinn. You say he's gonna fix the defense, man. You gave well, well, forty, what forty-five, but you giving it up. You can't stop nobody. If you can't stop trash ass Mariota, definitely couldn't stop your son Watson. The defense looked a horrible, man. And you said you had the keys to fix all these problems. Well, you look lost, bit. Well, defense looks lost out there. Calhoun, who fought is the offensive line and the coaching. Offensive line didn't show up at all, but the coaching was atrocious. There's no way he can get worse than what he got. That shit was an embarrassment. The fact that he's still here and motherfucker like Jay Gruden is gone, just show you how much how dedicated uh, Arthur Blank is to winning. So I think that so I'll stop right there. I think that you it's unfair to compare him to Jay Gruden because Dan Quinn did go to the playoffs three times or two times and went to a Super Bowl. Jay Gruden ain't done shit. 
That he don't even want. The man don't even, he got drafted a quarterback that he don't even want. Him and the owner can't even see eye to eye about that. So you can't compare that. That's a whole different a whole different situation going on over there. I agree with that. So, so all, that is, all that is true. The difference is between them two is one of these motherfuckers had a team that was supposed to be playoff caliber, Super Bowl caliber team. The other one didn't have shit. You don't never expect Washington to do nothing because their team ain't been nothing while they've been there. So, with that being said, Landis, who fought with their game? I'm going to follow the organization all together. Like, I ain't, I'm, I'm not going to continue. Like everybody else, I ain't like everybody else go blame the head coach when here the head coach ain't ain't got nothing to work with on defense, but damn two players. Like, <laughs> the head coach ain't got nothing to work with on defense. Yeah, he drafted them. Go ahead, double R. He drafted these player, these hit guys. He the one went the bat for him, so it's your fault. It's his fucking team. What are you talking about? He ain't got nothing on defense. The Falcons had no damn. The Falcons with this, the Falcons with this, the Falcons. All these motherfuckers fought against them. The bad defense that man had with the year after the Falcons went to the Super Bowl, and then they were the top ten defense. Man, and they ain't really had nothing else. So we going into the season, you know the Falcons defense ain't worth nothing. You know, it's the same, it's the same player. You know what I'm saying? So my my thing is, I want to ask y'all: the year 2017. They lost to the, to the Philadelphia Eagles in the playoffs. That was the bad defense, but the offense didn't show up. I didn't hear nobody saying, fight this man in. It's the same nobody defense, though, Leonard. Yeah, it's the same player, but the offense averages 17 points a game. So, all that's under Dan Quinn, Leonard. So, I think the problem is, is that the team has consistently taken a step back. They started 8-8. Eight and eight. They went to the Super Bowl. They went to the um, first round of the playoffs. The following year, they went seven and nine. Now they one and four. So this team is taking habitual steps back. And as a as the head coach, of course, I think we, we I think we promote too many coordinators to head coaches. You don't have to be a coordinator to be a good head coach. You just need to be able to manage certain things. And the problem with Dan Quinn, he can't manage the team. He damn sure can't coordinate defense and manage the team. So I think that that's why it's his time to go. And it's looking even worse because he's the one who said, hey, I'm going to be the defensive coordinator. That, 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 at this point, it should be a mercy. Like, and you know how they have mercy killings where somebody's in so much pain and so much desolation, they just kill them to put them out of their misery. Dan Quincy should be fired to put him out of his misery. Because this is, this is serving nobody's best interest to let him linger around and let the organization look this bad. I think Austin Blake, he just loyal to his guys, so... Don't let him go down on the ship. I think Arthur Blaine is old and see now. Go ahead, Lynn. I ain't say I just said see, I'm, if I'm a clean house, I'm a clean house. I ain't no I'm not gonna just start with the head coach and come back next year and they're gonna be signed. I gotta get a new offensive coordinator I gotta do all this, then it's gonna be another screw. Nah, I ain't gonna do all that. I'm a clean house. We're gonna go young all the way around. I don't give a fuck with nobody thing. I agree with you on that. That shit over with, man. So I agree. I completely stop right there. I completely agree. I think the Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Dan Quinn, whoever era is done. It's time to get rid of Matt, Julio, Devontae Freeman, all the older people. And I think, again, we talked about this earlier. I think the GM, everybody. I think the people who you do keep are the Edo Smiths of the world, the Austin Hoopers, the Lyman you just drafted, the Greater Jarrett's. I think you keep the Deion Joneses and KZ's of the world. 
Like everybody else is fair game. Huh? Why would you keep Austin Hooper? I mean, he's young. He's still in his rookie deal. Yeah, Austin, 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 Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper ain't nobody outside of Maryland. I mean, he ain't moving the dick. He ain't moving the dial, but he ain't. Lead right now. What are y'all talking about? Yeah, he's gonna lead the league because the quarterback. That's how he, he checking down and screening. God damn! Like motherfucker doing good. It's amazing me how y'all don't see when a motherfucker doing bad. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. Austin, Austin Hooper for like, man, please get out. Ain't nobody talking about Austin Hooper. I don't know. I mean, he a decent tight end. You only talking about two of the motherfuckers: Zach Ertz and on um, what's the dude in Kansas City? Chelsea. Yeah, you ain't talking about nobody else in tight end. You know what I'm saying? But he, he, you know what I'm saying? He not even. You know what I'm saying? Don't compare him like them. Like you can say. Jason no, he a level below them. He a level below them. But I'm saying, he if you get him, kill him, he below kill him, he below kill him, Earth and Chelsea. But everybody else is a fucking free for all. What are y'all talking about? Yeah. Y'all been watching? Y'all been watching tight end play? Do we, yeah, we watch it. I know I'm watching. That's what I say. If you watch a tight end play, then you see the difference. Because I know the difference in a, t- in a tight end that can get down the field like a wide receiver. A tight end who just, he's just getting in space because the quarterback needs help. Come on, man. It's the only one that creates separation in a lot of these games. We got, he's, he's, he's not getting no double, Calhoun. I mean, shit, everybody else getting double. He ain't getting, he, he going to be easily open if everybody else. Julio double. The other kid got them. You got to worry about the back. The back. Ain't nobody worried about no tight end and no running back, man. That's how they checking it down. Austin, football. Shit, shit. Now, Julio, Austin, who, who, man, please. Boy, y'all, boy, y'all real cut, come on, fuck, boy. Yeah. So, when you say blow this shit up, you, we talking about everybody, right? We talking about Julio and everybody else, right? I am. That's what you got to do. Get strong. That's what you got to do. Get them all out of here. Trevor Lawrence. I think that's who they going to go after. Trevor Lawrence is a good head down. Jalen Hurt might be a night pick. Nah, hell nah. We don't want Jalen Hurts. Why not? He can't throw the ball. That little Oklahoma offense shit don't work, man. Man, give me Trevor Lawrence. That's the reason why he lost his job to Alabama. Give me Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. I'm fine with either one of them. I'm I'm perfectly fine with either one. Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields. Jalen Hurts, 5'6", 5'7", who can't throw the ball. He just throwing little – you talk about – you talk Oklahoma throw a screen pass and the wide receiver take a 90 yard and he get all the credit. No, dude, you ain't that. You're not looking at this man throw five, 400 yards. Hey. Against Coppin State. They ain't going to get. They ain't played a ranked team yet. The same thing I just said. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Uh, I mean, they fought. None of these folks playing nobody until they play some real competition. Ain't nothing but a Kyler Murray, man. A worse Kyler Murray. Uh, I think I'll tell you. I'll tell you her old Kyler Murray. So clearly, we've gotten off the. the we've been derailed. Because now we're talking about these niggas running in the and in the family. Well, hopefully the Falcons are thinking the same way we're thinking. They're looking for, toward the future. But we also know they're not thinking the same way we're thinking, and we know they're not going to blow the shit up. And we also know we're going to wake up with Thomas Dimitrov and Dan Quinn at the end of the year. So now it's time to talk about what the hell really going on and about their bum-ass game with the whole ass out. So 
We got one person who says it was a shootout, Calhoun. Lennox and Double R for different Lennox say it was a it was a jumping and then some it was a ass whipping and then somebody brought their gun to at the end of it. Yeah, you can't bring a light back on. All the night was 22. You can't bring a 22 to a, to a, to a AR-15, an AK-47 party. So, Lenny's saying uh, Houston, Houston was shooting AKs, Dracos, and all that, and the Falcons came with a 22. Right. Double R. Double R, you saying the Falcons wasn't even no shootout. Their defense just ain't shit. So, this ain't no shootout because the game ain't shit. Play defense. Houston just played it enough to win. Man, one of them team played yesterday. So, Calhoun, let's go on and go. So, what were your thoughts on um, – we talked at high level. De- more detail, what were your thoughts on the game? Just, it just showed where we are. Here's something else nobody's talking about. Nobody's playing for Dan Quinn at this point. And the only person that's playing for Dan Quinn is Matt, Matt Ryan and Muhammad Sabu. He's just a constant pro. So, of course, he's going to keep playing even though the cards are stacked again. And that's what he's doing. And those are the only two that's playing for him. I mean, <laughs> Julio looking good when they get it to him. Julio looking good when they get it to him. You're damn right. Julio won the damn – he won a game on his own. He ain't winning on his own. The I Eagles mean, lost he that game. He threw the man the man ran a damn 60-yard screen pad. And then the, the house. Aguilar dropped the ball the next play. I mean, but that okay. That, that that's a that's a shootout, but that, that's not that's not that's not Julio. Uh, Julio with the Julio been the best in, in all these games besides yesterday. He been the best player, and we won it four with it. Julio don't matter. We not gonna get back behind no head. He, he can't goddamn get off his knees for Julio Jones. No, I'm, I'm not. I, go ahead, Calhoun. knees sucking Julio. Julio's a great pant player. He just don't he don't move the dial from a win or a loss. That's all I have to say. And that's all wide receivers, not Julio specifically. So he, he, he won that land. I mean the one uh the land that win they had, he won that one. So let me ask you this. Cause Calhoun, you saying Matt Ryan is the ultimate professional. He gonna show up day in and day out regardless. He gonna oh, give you what Muhammad Sanu is showing up too. So if you look at Alpha players who's showing up, that kid who just got the uh, the um, kid from Kansas City, wasn't that Allen Allen? Whatever his name is, the D tackle that Grady Jerry, Matt Ryan, Muhammad Sanu, uh, Austin Hooper, those those are constant. They coming in every game. Rico just don't look like trash. It's like he giving his all, but he will on so many blocks and so many hits. He coming head down, not seeing what he hitting a lot of times. But if you look at just what we're doing, a lot of this shit is, let's be honest here. The offensive line was trash and the coaches out coached every game. Whatever defense they in, here's something that was alarming. Deshaun Watson at the end of the game got up and caught out all that shit was like that shit was just rudimentary. Essentially he came with a pop warner defense. And then the wide receiver said the same thing, like they didn't do anything. That defense they was in was trash. That's Damn. what that defense Deshaun Watson can fix he can figure shit out, but why the hell Matt Ryan ain't figuring shit out either? Hold on, like, Lenny. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We ain't gonna get Deshaun Watson all this here because he done beat the Falcons. He done been an average pro for the most part. So, you know. I I I I still the jury's still out on Deshaun Watson in my book. I just want to say that. Yeah, Mariota looked just a good last week. Deshaun Watson had a terrible, terrible week last week. He come back this week and got them get it going. Cause of the Falcon. Him and Matt Watson. He's still got it fixed. 
he was 10 for 14 with over 100 something yards. He was getting the ball down the field. But so Mariota did the same thing. The only one who was getting it down the field. That was saying Matt Ryan yards were looking totally different. This man had 100 something yards. He was getting the ball downfield. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, his net, he had the same. When they were shooting out early, when it was 17 16, Matt Ryan had a struggling 100 yards. And the other man had got that well over 100. Oh, now let's not do that. What you mean? I'm, I'm, we call we talking about the game. And we seen at the end, in the first half, they had like 202 offensive yards. By the start of the fourth quarter, they had like 20 yards. The coaching got out coached yet again with adjustments, which he always failing. Oh, but we don't want to talk about that, though, do we? Them folk, them folk was in a close game, man. If them folk went three or not, back to back was empty until them folk fumbled, muffed the punt, the game was in. So, double R, you double R, you're saying every, you're saying that everybody getting their weight up on Dan Quinn's defense. Who do you blame yeah. for that? Yeah, look at Jacoby Brissett. He went off on. Him. He had a career. Year. Yeah, he went for fifteen for fifteen. So, Linda's this is a habitual problem with the Falcons. Subpar quarterbacks are getting their nuts off on the Falcons. Oh, we don't want to talk about that, though. He just want to talk about Matt Ryan. Sorry about that, Double R. So, you were saying, Dan, so who do you blame for this? Do you blame just Dan Quinn? Do you blame the people on the field? Who do you blame? I told you, I blame Dan Quinn. They got down, the Falcons trying to come back. We went down to score. We down eight points, eight points, four quarter. We just needed one stop. We can even get one stop. So you, Dan Quinn, you supposed to be the 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 guru, defensive guru. You can't get one stop to put up to let us get a chance to get back in the game. I blame him. That's a good. And that's what happened. Yeah, that. I just called it. That's what happened the whole game. All we needed was a couple of stops. One of the things y'all was talking about with Matt Ryan picks, it's not so much the picks that he was throwing, it's when he threw them. The defense wasn't holding, and it's when they was giving it up. But they were giving up at crucial time. Matt Ryan got them four back in the game numerous times, even though the coach didn't have no kind of adjustments, even though the motherfuckers wasn't playing right, even though they had our number all, all game. He was still getting in, and he was looking down the barrel of the gun the whole game because it was on his ass all game. Yeah, still, he still was in a dogfight. And that defense gave it up yet again. So we got to start talking about Dan Quinn. The whole reason why he is fired, uh, got that Marquette manual, ain't it? It's because of the goddamn he could do it better. He's showing how he can't coach. Not to mention, not to mention his substitutions. His substitutions got to be the worst in the league. No packages that he have are absolute trash. He stay having tight and, and, and Vic. Beasley dropping in the coverage at the most inopportune time when they should be blitzing. He stay having some of them players. I think they were really have made a hell of a play. And then the next play, him and goddamn Julio Jones out, out of the, off the field. Like he does that shit so much with this package. This shit is not even. It's not even right, man. This shit is crazy at this point. And if you yeah. bring in a goddamn Dan Quinn and the front office, I don't know what you do. I want to know who is uh, Oliver Backup. Somebody got to be better than Oliver because he he give it up all the time. Ain't he a rookie? No, this shit is Sheffield. Sheffield is the back of the kicker. That's what I'm saying. Look at this shit here, man. True front look like trash yesterday too. Now 
true front and Oliver look like trap. He could have went to Oliver. DeAndre, and why is Oliver always on the number one receiver? I, I don't understand that either. But we can't. We got. He could have went to DeAndre Hawkins all game if he wanted to. But number fifteen was going crazy. I forgot the kid name with the trap. That's the one who went crazy. Who we are full we are full of what the one who was going ham. Boy, he could have. But, and that was on true front. I ain't that's even who, know. That's who I was going with True front, true front would hold it. He would hold it, DeAndre. He holding DeAndre Hockey. Damn, what's now? I get they were doubling Hockey. That's how Fuller was getting off. And why the hell we? Why the hell did we go goddamn trade for that bomb ass safety that came from Philly? Who didn't do nothing? Why is that playing substitute two, three safeties a game? Like, that's what's so stupid. You know, he keeps trying to recreate this dumb shit that he's been trying to do for a while now. He keeps having. Yeah. Duke and Riley went doing that. What the hell you keeping him for dancing in the locker room? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was with that, you know, Doug. Nah, you can get him out of here, but who gives a shit? It's still so stupid. He don't have KZ as the other star that say. You talking about, we talking all this shit Dan Quinn ain't doing. Some of this shit is just simple shit that he should be doing. And that's one of them. That's what I'm talking about. This, this motherfucker ain't nothing. Our cornerbacks ain't nothing. We don't try to get any kind of trade. He keeps trying to recreate this legion of boom and keep with that talent. He want to enforce him. But now you need a ball hawk if you don't have no enforcer. We ain't got to keep. We got Kamal Ishmael and the other bum ass nigga. And he keep rotating safety. Like, this shit don't make no sense of what he's doing out there. You don't know what he's doing. What were y'all thoughts when y'all heard he went to Grady Jared and the other top tier defenses and asked what's going on out there before the week? Did y'all have any thoughts on that? Well, I have enough, I don't clue. <laughs> All this out. I like Greg Jerry, but he was getting all that D-line and shit. Like I said, he needed that. He needed somebody else to help him. Because he down, so we're getting through, though. Nah, that's what he asked. He asked, what was your thoughts on him, um, Dan Quinn, going to some of the defensive players, asking for their opinion of guidance? Shit. See what they, see what they, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Check get with your player, see what the hell was going on. Rashad, what you think? I think I think he don't know what's going on, so he's looking for help, any kind of help from the players or you know, anyone. That's what that's what I think. It's just like we was as the go getters. We had a flag football team for everybody who listened. That was a game we were getting our ass whooped. Larry went to goddamn Mike because Mister Dibbo be with the coach and was like, "Boy, I, I don't know what we can't move the ball." Then we was in College Park. Y'all, I don't know if y'all remember that. That was, that was when uh, Leonard walked off the field. When he was supposed to be snapping the ball, he was like, fuck it, and, and gave up on the team anyway. Give him a ball, my dude. He pulled a damn Quinn on us. But uh-huh. he got that. Sometimes they got to show your buddy, goddamn. You know, if your buddy can do it, better get let him get out there and do it. So, you know, no, nah, you quit on it. It was me and Snap. He literally about to call Hike and you said, fuck this shit, and walked off the field. It wasn't no, <laughs> hey, y'all want to try line somebody said to me. I can got that. I'm not holding up. You like, hey man, fuck all this. I'm got to take it and walk out. Anyway, that being said, after Lennox quit on his buddies, <laughs> Larry asked Mr. MOB, why? What do you see? Because I ain't got it. I, I can't see nothing. We can't st- I can't do nothing. He was getting shut down. And Mr. MOB kept saying, take what the defense got. Hey, you like, they ain't giving me that. I don't know what to do. What kind of plays you looking at? He was like, hey, you don't have to tell you. Take what they give you. He ain't had no answers for that man. <laughs> he essentially went out there and got blown the fuck out. 
But he ain't had not one answer. And I think that's what Dan Quinn just did. He have no answer. And oh, hey, what y'all see? Well, we can not have out there. What is it that we should do, Cole? Hey, you got to make plays. <laughs> you got to rise up. You got to be fast and physical. What you What you think? That's what I think he's doing. Be what you think. So I think that, again, it's to those things where, like, again, you just don't have answers. And I think part of Dan Quinn's problem was, well, not problem, his rise to success was Seattle had talent and they had Pete Carroll, who was also a defensive coach. So it's one of them things where if Dan Quinn didn't see something, Pete Carroll could just see say something. And maybe not talk over him, but just be like, hey, Michael Bennett, we need, the three t- we need you to push inside a little more when you're doing it or whatever. And it's those little things that are actually real coaching that a professional can take and take their game to the next level. And with Dan Quinn, I just, I just think he's overwhelmed. And like, it's one of them things where this is going to affect his, the longer this draws out, the worse it's going to affect his career professionally. Meaning it's going to be like, he'll never get another job in the NFL again. If he keep prick going this way, because it's just going to look worse and worse. And he's just going to look more incompetent, more incompetent, more incompetent, more incompetent. So, I think that's the problem. Double R, can can this be fixed? Yeah, it can be fixed next week against Arizona for the long haul. I don't think so. I think they come back and win against Arizona. People, they might win, beat Arizona, and who else they got? Seattle? Seattle, then the Rams, then the Saints. You might win two games, look good, then I think they go back to their all. Old normal ways, man. What you going to win? I just think they're going to lose against Arizona. I think they beat Arizona, and I think they beat Seattle, and they come back and look look the same old Falcon. Go back to the normal ways. Go ahead, Calhoun. Go ahead, Calhoun. I got them losing. I, go ahead, Calhoun. Keep going. Now, I asked, I asked RTR, did you see them? Did you see Seattle Thursday night? Seattle look good. They on their high horse, but I think the Falcons they'll they'll beat the Arizona and go to Seattle win because they you Seattle on their high horse right now. They might overlook the Falcons. The Falcons go through there, get a win, then they're gonna go back to their normal Falcon ways. See, they were a coach. See, that's a real fan there. And that's that's why you gotta be careful with the Falcons. They'll rip your heart out. Don't don't let them do that to you. Okay? They're gonna get their ass whooped and they might lose to Arizona, to be honest. They might lose all these goddamn. I actually got them losing to Arizona. I actually got them losing. You have them losing to Arizona? Yeah, because I think that the one thing Arizona can do is throw the ball, and that's the one thing the Falcons can't stop is people throwing the ball. Like, say what you want about Kyler Murray. Like, he's on the same. He came in the league at Marcus Mariota level and Jacoby Brissett level. And those cats look like world beaters. And so, and those teams, and those are teams who are trying to be balanced. Arizona don't even try to be balanced. They let you know unapologetically we throwing the ball when we come in the building. So I think a team like that going to throw the ball all over the goddamn Falcons. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Kyler Murray gets 600 fucking yards on the Falcons. Boy, if that would happen, Dan Quinn, man, want to stay in Arizona. Don't even come back to Atlanta. You should be out of a job. Well, Arthur Blank going to ride with him. And I, I, I think the most alarming thing is, Calhoun said it earlier. They aren't playing for Dan Quinn. Like, it's one thing to be like, he's a bad coach, but they trying for him. Like, I think, and we talk about this with the Mike Smith era. I think Mike Smith had kind of lost, he had kind of lost the fight. The the, the He had kind of lost the voice of the team, but they never gave up on him. Like, they still were professionals in it for the most part. 
you don't see that with Dan Quinn. Like the fact look like they just come together like a semi pro team, meet up on Sunday and play the game, and then go their separate ways after that. Like that's an alone and this is the fourth game. This was the fifth game of the year. And you know, I said that two games ago. It looked like they gave up on him in the third game of the season. That says a lot about Dan Quinn. Negative. So I don't know. So you say that's just done got old in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, he done got old at whatever play with passion speed or whatever this motto is, it's done got old. Just like everybody like, uh, like it wasn't a teacher who came in being hard and you realize they pussies and you like, well, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like and that's why, you know, I know this is gonna sound obvious, but that's why you have to win that Super Bowl. That completely changes your legacy. Same situation with that Super Bowl. Even if you talk about firing him, he can go get another job as a Super Bowl winning coach. The best thing you can say about the Dan Quinn regime is that they blew the biggest Super Bowl lead in, lead in history. When the best thing they can say about you is the worst thing in NFL history, it's a problem with you. Crazy part is our troll is not even the only ones that troll us about that. Like the NFL, that's you're laughing, talking a joke to the NFL. So it's not just the Saints that say that. They'll play Houston, and you seen someone had to sign yesterday. It's where y'all lost 28-3 It's non-stop with that 23. It was historically that. That's one of those calls that go down as that first baseman when, in that uh, World Series, I think, when the, when the batter hit and goes through his legs. I mean, like, it's one of those. They'll always run the tape on that, and he's associated with that. And that's the best thing you can say about his coaching regime. Right. And so they fired everybody last year, and, like, we had a podcast about it. How you fight? Falcons do shit so ass backwards. You fire the head coach, don't fire the GM. Instead, you get more GM. You fire all the coordinators, but don't fire the head coach. None of that even makes sense. If you find all the coaching staff, the main coach has to go. Like, that's like, that's like, that's so, that's retarded to keep from them. So, he don't, no, he don't have the team. The team don't believe in him like nobody else believes in him. Do y'all really believe in Dan fucking Quinn? There's nobody to blame here but Dan Quinn. And Thomas Dimitrov for assembling that trash-ass team, man. We still talking about Matt Ryan getting hit like he getting hit. If y'all watch that game, the adjustments what he does not do. Why would you put J.J. Watt on the island with Caleb McGarrity, your rookie, uh, your rookie outside tackle? I ain't understand that either. <laughs> he would get his ass whooped all game. J.J. Watt usually goes from end to left end to right end to D tackle. Man, that man, for the most part, he had a couple plays of these. For the most part, man, he stayed out there because he was on their ass all game. And he didn't do shit the whole game. Maybe like one or two chills. Like, that don't make no sense what they're doing. It's like bad football one-on-one what they're doing. So at this point, the fact that that Arthur Blank even come out with a vote of confidence for him, they need to clean house and start with that bomb as well. Get off the blank the fuck out of here if we could. I know we can't, but goddamn. You see this shit? How you even explain this to your, to your fan base? Fan base talking about getting out of here. When Atlanta Sports Radio, no ball sucking, dick riding, cut cunts, when no motherfuckers are against you, well, you fucking up. Because all they do is jack them off. <laughs> so, any more takeaways from the game? Because I know we kind of got sidetracked out of the game. Any more takeaways from the game? From anybody. Landis, any more thoughts on the game? Calhoun. Like, Go ahead, double R. I said, but it looking like it's going to be a long season for us. No, it's not. 
It's, it's, you, you should know what this season about to be. This ain't about to be no goddamn long ass season. These niggas trash. It's time to cut bait back. I see you next season. Fuck that shit. I'm not about to. You watch that game with Houston. I ain't, did anybody think they were going to be Houston? Rashad, you probably thought they were going to be Houston, didn't you? I thought they were going to. I thought they were going to be competitive. Before, before they played the Falcons, they offered last week. They offered last with trash. Deshaun Watson haven't been hitting. Y'all realize how alarmed that is? He been hitting every game he leaves the league in sacks. This the only game he hasn't been hitting. And that motherfucker didn't even dial up a blitz. Fuck the fur hand. They even the fourth quarter. It's, you let this man sit back and peace your ass apart. Yeah, they have one hit on this man. Like, at what point do they better? Nah, it ain't no... I, before the season, went, I'm not going to lie. I had these fuck going 11 to 5 to him before. I had him going to the Super Bowl. Man, after that, after these last two games, after the, after that coach game, it was alarming. After that Tennessee game, hold on, hold on, these folks trash. I knew he was going to be the right. Right now, I got these sons of bitches going like 3 and 13, maybe. Maybe 4 and 12. So let me ask y'all this question. I'm going to start with you, Double R. If you dropped another coach in right now, could he change the Falcon situation? I think it's too late right now. We're too far in the water. I think we're really done. So, who else you going to bring in? Calhoun. No, you got to let them go ahead and ride. It's fine. I'm putting nobody else in this nonsense. That's just what Washington did with that Haskell kid at Ricky. Don't put him in the middle of the game and take him out the next game and all that shit, though. Let Dan Quinn, but you have to have your plan and you have to execute your plan. So you need to go on this three game run at the end of the season and all that shit like they did last just enough to get you out of good drafting position. You stick with the plan. He has to go. Period. But I wouldn't drop nobody. Intern coach, but if you intern on I would let him stay. Cut everybody off and hire Raheem Mars. But the reason why you don't do it now is because you're not going to get rid of everybody you need to get rid of. You need to clean house. Chris McKay need to go. Charles Dimitro need to go. Scott Piola need to go. Bill Delaney need to go. Dan Quinn and his staff need to go. Everybody needs to fucking go. The only way you do this is if you go ahead and get and Then, right now, if, what the fact should be doing is come bait on Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, Montana Freeman, Goddamn Matthews, <clears throat> all them true fun. Get them out of here. Get Oliver out of here. Get there. It's clean house, but they're not going to clean house like that. So you need to clean everybody else. Else, they're everybody who you need to clean up. You, you can't do that to after the season. And that's what they need to do. Let's get the grades. Let's get to it. Let's go. <laughs> the, double R, what grade you get the offense? F. Everybody get an F. I don't get offense. Man, did the first game they put up 30 some point. Did the first game they put up some point. So that's, that's why I don't give them an F. You get an L for the season. All y'all get an L. But they look bad in all phases. Nah, it's just this game. It's just this game. What you give them for this game? You got a C. For the offense, you get a C. Calhoun? I give them a... I give them a... I give them a B plus. The line was... The line was terrible. But them folks put up 30 points with a trash line. And Matt Ryan really looked amazing in that. The receivers worked out for him pretty good. He spread the ball. This is what happens when you don't key in and just want to keep forcing it to Julio. He spread the ball with little turnovers. Um, our run, <laughs> believe it or not, we put our 30 points and our run game still isn't working. 
but we still got some stuff on. So no run game, no offensive line, and we still put up 30 points. So I, I, I give him a B plus. I give him a C. I, I think that, like you said, the line, where's the running game? We are stuck with Devontae Freeman too long. He's old and flabby and, like, Larry Holmes sick. Like, run the ball a little more. We have more control of that game. And so I, I think we improved, but I think we still got a way to go. So I give it a C. Is anybody giving the defense anything other than the elf? No, I'm getting deep minded. I'm getting a mile of deep, deep minded. Get a defense to hell. The offense a D minus for scoring a late thirty two. Like nigga getting the credit for scoring thirty fucking points. That shit was late. That shit was late. Hey, they led in the first half. How the fuck was it late? That's, you say they did what in the first half? They, they led. It was seventeen sixteen going on in the halftime. Yeah, you're right. It was seventeen sixteen, and that shit went from goddamn seventeen sixteen to fucking th- twenty seven. 31, the Falcons still was at six, fucking 17 until they got that mud punt, man. Falcons went three and out. They didn't drive the field none. When you needed that shit, when it a shootout, we're going to go back to back. We're going to keep going. Y'all score, we going to score. That shit was goddamn 24-17. That shit was 30, 30-something to goddamn 17, and they get a mud punt. Now they back in the game. You get a nigga credit for throwing a fucking screen, they got the ball inside the 20. Nigga throw the goddamn screen. How the fuck you look good on the goddamn screen? So we all giving the, uh, the defense an F. Is anybody giving special teams a grade worth anything? Yeah, I'm giving them a B. 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 Yeah, I'm giving them a B
They got the punt. They got the punt. I give them a goddamn D minus. Is anybody giving coach? <laughs> they get a B. They get a B for goddamn for getting the turnover and getting, and getting the offense in the red zone. I agree with that. I agree with that. They got it. it wasn't the red zone. It was the green zone one, like right before the red zone. I agree with that. I agree with that. Right, man. They got to get that goddamn kick return, punt return situation under wraps as well. Uh, they don't need to get nothing under wraps. It is what it is. It's a new now with the punt. Sheffield with the kick return. That's when they, I don't know. It is what it is. They're trying stuff out now. Shit, you might as well. You ain't going to win shit. How we do that in in the fifth game? We doing this in the fifth game of a season. We won in four. It might as well. It ain't gonna. It ain't gonna help. Man. It ain't gonna hurt. It ain't gonna help. I was like, okay. I want to know this. What, what y'all give coaching me? Uh, elf. Lennis. Oh yeah, he don't tell tell him get out of there like he posed to. What I, you give, I, get, I get his ass get an elf. His ass get an elf. So you oh he damn sure better be. What everybody, you give? Everybody get an elf. Calhoun, what you give him? That's only one grade to get a Z. <laughs> Motherfucker, them niggas, uh, they the reason why we in the position we in. It's all on the coach. Coaching is terrible, man. Do they turn it around? That's the question. Do these bars turn the season around? Only five games in, 11 games left. Do we turn it around? No. There's no reason to even try to turn it around. This goes right back to what you said. Doing just enough to keep everybody for one more year. It's time. Linda said it best. It's time to cut back with everybody. Everybody. Probably 10 motherfuckers you keep on this whole 10 to 15 motherfuckers you keep throughout the whole organization. So is it time to let uh, Edo Smith start? Hell yeah. Devontae Freeman should be on the end of the bench. He can't do it. Hey, hey, let me, hey, let me say that about the run game. The same line y'all complaining about for the other end is the same line that this dude got to run for. And then, like I said, they not even running no no fucking offense. Both of them scat bass. All the, like they not getting no yards together. They probably getting 100 yards together. First off, the, pro- yards in that boy. First off the, problem, the problem with them boys is you right, they both scat bass. But the problem with Freeman, he a scat bass running like a downhill runner. He ain't got the scatting no more in that back. But they ain't got the line, period. The same line y'all talking about Matt Ryan getting killed, then. The same line, them fools running behind. The same line, them fools running behind. When they running that move, between the two of them. Listen, that, I'm not, you're right. The line is trash, they run behind the trend line. And when you up on the run game too much. But when you watch both of them motherfucking run, it's night and day who's better and who should be running. Goddamn, Freeman look like he don't. Overpaid, but they got a bum at running back. Overpaid, they got a bum 
and goddamn and true front and quarterback overpaying like a motherfucker. They got a bum at left tackle and Matthew overpaying like a motherfucker. Come on now. There's a lot of overpay going on around this motherfucker. <laughs> So let's wrap it up with this. On how worried are you on the scale of one to ten for the Falcons for the rest of the season? Double R, I start with you. Hey man, you can't be worried. Almost, I've seen this movie before, man. If you go back down, same results, man. So I'm not worried at all, man. For the end of the season, we might go six and ten. Yeah. You just said the best. You took the words right out of my mouth. They so they suck so bad. It don't even matter. Like, the time for word was two weeks ago. It's over now. So, I'm not even worried. Calhoun? I'm going to be worried if they fucking start winning. And win just enough games to get us the fucking 13th pick in the draft. <laughs> Give Dan yeah. Quinn another. We saw improvement. We'll keep Dan right. Quinn. We seen this shit last year. Everybody was saying, get that bum out of here. And they got that win seven. Now, they won the last three games on a humble. And now the motherfucker we- Get out of here, man. We could have gone 4 12. We'd be in the top five pick. That dumbass motherfucker didn't celebrate in a shootout with Tampa at the last game and win the game. And now we 7 9 and we, yeah, we don't have time for that shit. We nigga need to go ahead and do what they're supposed to do. Lose this shit like they're supposed to lose because they look like some losers. And they go on and get out of here. Ain't nobody worried about them Falcons. Y'all just said, oh, it's, it's sunshine. Heard it all before. It's the same thing. We about to get cheated on again. He all ass birds. Fuck them folks. Shit, done. I'll see you next season. Linus, how worried are you? He's worried somebody else gonna suck off Julio Jones and take his spot. That was worried about it. <laughs> this is digital Darren.com. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. <laughs>